Awesome. Go Zags. Go Zags. That was our guest this week, who is here to talk with us about her career path. My name is Taylor Gemmett, and I'm a senior at Gonzaga University, and you're listening to Careers in Marketing, a Gonzaga podcast. On this episode, I'm speaking with Mandy Pham, who graduated from Gonzaga in 2013. While at Gonzaga, she received her Bachelor's of Business Administration, concentrating in both finance and marketing. I had the opportunity to chat with Mandy about her career path, starting with her time at Gonzaga. Thank you so much, Mandy, for joining us on our podcast. We're super excited to have you today, um, especially coming from a Zag alum. So we would love to kind of learn a little bit about your time at GU, um, if there's a moment that stands out to you or what programs you're involved with, um, anything like that. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Taylor. Really excited to share my story. Um, so, gosh, my time at Gonzaga was monumental. It still is. Everyone here in my office knows that I'm a huge Zag fan. Um, and I would say for me, graduate graduation was probably the moment for me that I will always remember. It was just... A moment where I had flashbacks of my entire four years at Gonzaga. Everything from all the amazing friends that I made, um, my time studying abroad and getting to explore with other Zags, um, all the internships that I had, especially at the marketing department at Gonzaga, I think really shaped me. And also the professors and classes I took. I think as a Gonzaga student, you really get a unique experience with the liberal arts study um, and being in the business school, combining that with the liberal arts studies, I think really makes you stand out as a candidate when you do look at jobs um, mm-hmm. later on down the road. Um, so when graduation hit, I truly was ready to go forth, set the world on fire with everything that I had learned and all the memories. I thought it was really interesting that you were both marketing and finance. Can you talk a little bit on how you decided to choose both those concentrations? Yeah, for sure. So for me, I was always really passionate about marketing. I think that was the one concentration that I knew I wanted to do for the moment I stepped foot at Gonzaga. Um, So when I was in high school, I was a part of the DECA program. I was our VP um, my senior year, um, helped to get other students involved with the program. I also went to DECA State and placed second and fourth in two of the competitions that I was in and went to DECA Nationals. Um, So I was really passionate about marketing. I knew that it was something that I wanted to pursue to really make a difference. Um, And then as it pertains to finance, I think for me growing up in the Great Recession during the financial crisis and watching um, a lot of my older siblings and cousins really struggle to um, find jobs and relatives have issues financially um, was something that I just never really wanted to have to worry about myself. So I knew that being in the finance concentration was going to be a little bit more difficult for me because I wasn't too familiar with finance at the time, but it was something that I was really excited about. I wanted that challenge. Um, I wanted to use my finance degree to really make a difference. Ideally, I wanted to combine both of those concentrations to 
really help um, other individuals to ensure that they don't fall prey to any financial worries or financial issues. Um, and I really like that it helps me to um, use more of the analytical and problem-solving side of my mind. That's awesome. No, and that's actually exactly how I fell in love with marketing. I was the VP um, for my high school's DECA club as well. Um, what were the main things that you were looking for in a job, and how did you want to combine both your marketing and finance concentration? Yeah, good question. So for me, I definitely had a few criteria. Um, so I knew I wanted to be customer-facing. I think that was something that was really important to me. I, um, Throughout my summers, I would work at my parents' restaurant in downtown Portland, um, and I really loved interacting with their customers, um, got, really got to know the regulars, um, and I liked being able to make them happy. I think that was something that was special to me, and I wanted to take that in my professional career. Um, I would also intern at Northwestern Mutual, um, and I loved that during my internship there, I was combining both my marketing and my finance major to effectively communicate with clients, help them with their financial planning. Um, so ideally, I wanted to be able to not only be customer-facing, but use both my concentrations. Um, I had also worked for smaller companies. I'd worked for bigger companies, and at the end of the day, I decided, especially as somebody who is new to the professional career, I, I thought at the time that I wanted to work for a larger company who was more well-established and um, had experience working with postgraduates, too. Um, that was another aspect that was really important for me. Um, I noticed that a lot of the larger companies did have training programs for postgraduates, so I thought um, moving in that direction would be really helpful to ensure that I was successful. Mandy has experienced a variety of careers and shared some awesome advice for people looking for internships and jobs. I would say definitely do your research. I think that's super important. A lot of companies do a really good job about posting about who they are as a company, um, what types of careers they have, and there's always a special section for um, postgraduates and seniors as well. I know we here at Salesforce have a site, Future Force, dedicated uh, specifically to seniors, um, so I always think that's valuable. Um, and personally for me, this might not be the same for everybody, but at least I knew that with a marketing and finance concentration, you can get pretty broad in scope in terms of what it is I want to do. So I did uh, broaden my horizon. I looked at everything from consulting to more of a financial analyst role to underwriting at Safeco. Um, I looked at Amazon. Um, so I was pretty broad in my search just so that when I did get those interviews, I could really get a feel for which one of those options really make the most sense with my concentrations and my skill sets. Um, and also do your networking. I think that mostly everybody would be more than happy to sit down and have a talk with you, whether that be for 30 minutes or sit down at their office to have you shadow them. I know I personally had both experiences. Um, so yeah, don't be afraid to network. I remember I had one experience where I was visiting a friend in Denver and we went to some fair and I met one of her family friends who connected me with someone from Oregon and I got to go into um, her office. It was a financial, uh, a financial planning company and I just got to sit down and talk with her for 30 minutes. So it was someone who I really did not know whatsoever. Um, they were more than happy to talk to me. So be confident in your search. Don't be afraid to network.
Awesome. And, you know, once you were nearing the end of your search, um, your senior year, how did you end up at Safeco? And talk to us a little bit about that experience. Yeah, so when senior year hit, um, again, as I mentioned, I'd watched my older siblings and cousins when they graduated struggle to find jobs. And so for me, I had a really strong desire to find a job as soon as I could. Um, so I was planning right away. Even th- during my summer, I was on the hunt in terms of what I wanted to do. Um, so I did a, quite a bit of research, applied for a few companies, um, got a few interviews, and Safeco Insurance happened to be the first company that put down an offer. Um, and I had such a great experience interviewing with them. The hiring manager was so sweet. She had told me that one of her direct reports was a Gonzaga grad. She loved her experience with him and wanted her daughter to become a Zag. Um, and I got to interview with him and he told me about how much he loves Safeco. So at the time I thought that that would be the best fit for me. So I would say it was January of my senior year when I accepted that job. Um, Looking back, I, I do wish that I had looked a bit more and had my search there. Um, but at the end of the day, my experience at Safeco still taught me a lot. While Mandy's first job was not a perfect fit for her interests, she found another opportunity that allowed her to use more of her creative skills. So I think the end of the day, after a few months at Safeco, I realized that even though it was a fantastic company to work for, there was a great training program. I realized I wasn't as passionate about the insurance industry as I thought I was going to be. Um, I love that I was talking to agents day in and day out, but I wasn't able to really utilize that creative mindset of mine to really put down my thoughts to my agents. It was just very regulated in terms of what I could and could not say. Um, And I realized that I wasn't excited to wake up and get up, go to work in the morning to talk to people about the car accidents and the home issues they were experiencing. Um, So I did some searching around. I knew I wanted to stay in the Seattle area. Um, And I happened to stumble upon Pitchbuck. um, And I felt like it was a better fit for my concentrations and would allow me to be a bit more creative. So Pitchbuck, I would say, is vastly different than Safeco. Um, Safeco was in a big, tall building with thousands of employees in downtown Seattle. Pitchbuck, on the other hand, it was a six-year-old company at the time, 250 employees. yeah, on the pier of Seattle. So definitely much different than what I had desired during my senior year. Um, and I was going to be in sales, which I was a little worried about. I didn't know that sales would be a good fit for me. But I came into the company and I was really passionate about the product that they sold. It was a financial tech platform that I thought was really interesting. Um, I love that I was going to be using my marketing skills to really um, sell the product to the prospects and the contacts that I was working with. Um, and I love that I was selling a financial tool, which would really allow me to dig into my finance major. Um, so I was learning a lot more about the private equity and venture capital world. Um, and I ended up really enjoying my time there. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Um, so 
from that role, what fueled your transition to Salesforce? Yeah, so there were a few things. Um, I had been using Salesforce day in and day out at that time. Um, everything from my my time as a business development associate when I was using the leads, and then when I was a success manager, managing those accounts, renewing those opportunities. So I was using pretty much all aspects of our sales cloud product. Um, so I really loved that entering in all those data points helped me to be more successful. Um, another part of that was I knew that sales wasn't forever for me. I thought it was a really good starting point and a fantastic way to help me to be more confident in um, my career. Um, but it wasn't going to be my end-all be-all. I knew I wanted to eventually transition off and focus more solely on helping to build those relationships with customers and help them with their pain points. Salesforce is a huge global company whose platform is so complex it can be a lot to learn. Luckily, Mandy had some previous experience using Salesforce and she told us about the fun way Salesforce approaches training. Yeah, so I love the training here at Salesforce. I feel really lucky to have had the training that I had. And to be honest with you, I was really nervous coming into Salesforce because I felt like I only really knew a small segment segment of what Salesforce had to offer. Um, but I was allotted nine days to really get up and running. And I actually ended up taking just 75 days instead. Um, but there were a few things that I did. So I did have a mentor um, who's essentially my onboarding buddy, and we would meet at least weekly, where he would sit down with me and ask any questions that I had. I would shadow him. He would introduce me to other people on the team so that I could um, shadow them to really get to know their processes in terms of how they work with our clients. Um, and then I also... I uh, had to get three certifications within the 90-day time frame. So I ended up completing it within, I want to say, 60 to 70 days. Um, so I was able to ramp up uh, before the 90-day, which was great. And I thought it was a really good way for me to really get to learn a bit more about the platform from the perspective of an administrator instead of an end user. Uh, and then we have a lot of different training materials, everything from knowledge articles, um, help and training videos. You can find some on YouTube if you wanted to. Um, for me personally, I loved using our Trailhead program. It's um, essentially a learning management system that's a gamified way for you to learn about our Salesforce products. So you can just do a search for, let's say, Salesforce Basics, and then you'll read all about Salesforce Basics. You'll take a quiz, and when you complete that quiz, you get a badge. And once you reach um, 100 badges, you get to be crowned a Salesforce Trailblazer, and you get sent a ton of fun swag, like a hoodie, a stuffed animal flag. Um, so all around the office, you'll see different flags hanging around with um, to show all the trailheads that everyone's accomplished, and then because our hoodies too, so that's a super fun way to learn about Salesforce. Um, but aside from that, I would say every single day I am getting questions from clients um, about various various aspects of Salesforce that I'm constantly having to do research on. So I feel like I'm learning and training every day, which is also a super fun part about my job here. Yeah, that's so fun. And I know you mentioned um, in the beginning how, you know, you felt a little intimidated going into Salesforce when you first started. 
Um, what was your experience like overall, like going into a large tech company? And what advice do you have for seniors that might be looking at Salesforce or other large tech companies? Yeah, so Salesforce is huge. I mean, we're a global company. There's thousands of employees. But I would say that in um, within the office, everyone is super friendly. Um, it kind of still has a startup feel to it. Um, everyone is super supportive. They want to make sure that you feel welcomed. Um, so I think that's really helpful. As an office, we host a lot of really fun events um, to make sure that we all get to know each other. Like every month we have desserts um, for birthdays. We have recess every week so you can play games, um, fun things like that. And then my team that I'm on today, I want to say we're just about five years old or so. Um, in comparison to Salesforce, where Salesforce is 20 years old, so we are a younger part of um, Salesforce and customer success. And so I kind of feel like we ourselves are a startup and still have a lot of growing pains. Um, so I think that makes things a little bit less intimidating too. Um, and even when I am not in the Portland office, even when I'm traveling to the Bellevue office, which I do often, everyone there is so nice, introduces themselves to me, wants to sit down and chat. Um, so I would just say Salesforce does a really great job at hiring really supportive, fun and friendly people. The culture at Salesforce is one of the main reasons Mandy loves working there. She related this culture to the awesome culture at GU and told us some of the key skills she learned while at Gonzaga that she still uses today. So I would say that there's there's a few aspects of that. Um, I would say Peggy Sue's consumer behavior class, love that class as a senior, and even today I feel like I am using everything I learned from that class to really help me with learning about my customers' pain points, putting myself in their shoes in a way that will help them be more successful and help them to love our product a bit more. Um, also, in my senior year, I was a part of the small business consulting class, which was a class that I think was part of the master's program. I can't remember the name of my professor, but I will say he was amazing. I loved him. He was um, super, super nice, recruited me because I had been in another one of his um, business classes my junior year, and I got to do a consulting project with Bubble Bar, which is an energy bar company in Spokane, um, and I think that um, class really helped me to build my confidence in talking to C-level executives and directors and helping them with their pain points and not being afraid to provide them with my opinion. Um, and it also helps me with my presentation and consultative skills, which I'm doing day in and day out. Um, and then I would just say the, the people that I met along the way at Gonzaga really shaped me to be who I am today, how I talk to my customers, and uh, the types of successes that I want to set forth for myself here at Salesforce. As we concluded our interview with Mandy, she left us with some great concrete advice about what she wishes she knew as a senior at Gonzaga. Yeah, so for me, I was really disappointed when Safeco didn't really work out. I thought that this was going to be uh, the job that I was going to be in for many years down the road. Um, and I just thought it was going to be an easier transition from college to uh, my first job. Um, so I ha wish I had known that the first job isn't going to be 
in your job forever or even the best fit for you in that as you transition out of college, move away from Gonzaga, develop friendships, um, your passions, your skill sets, your interests, those are going to change. Um, so I think that's important to recognize and to be okay with those transitions and to be okay with those changes. Absolutely. And this might be along the lines of the question you just answered, but if you could restart your career, how would you just approach it differently? Yeah, so I think for me, I... I'm such a planner. I will always be such a planner. And I think I had this plan, this goal in my mind that I was going to have to have a job uh, before I graduated college. Um, And I wish I had kind of let go of that. Nobody was forcing me to get this job. It was really just me telling myself I have to get a job. Um, So I wish I had kind of just explored more, uh, got to know about what other companies had to offer, um, rather than just taking the first job that I um, got an offer to. Um, so I think that's what I would tell other seniors is to really take your time to see what is out there. It's totally okay if you graduate college and don't have a job yet. A ton of my friends went that route. They took the summer to explore, to travel, um, and personally, I wish I had the time to do that. I started my job maybe two weeks after college. Didn't really get the time to do that. So, um, yeah, I think overall it's okay if you don't have a job right now, if you don't have anything lined up, if you don't know what you want to do. It might take some time, but you'll get there, um, and it's okay. Well, thank you so much for your time, Mandy. This has been such an awesome interview, and we cannot wait to be able to share this story with seniors. Yes, so great chatting with you, Taylor, um, and I'm looking forward to hopefully connecting with more Zags. Awesome. Go Zags! Go Zags! <laughs> Today's episode was produced by Molly Riedemann and edited by Jakob Larson. Music courtesy of Music Box Licensing. Download other episodes on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm.